Oh, hey there. Lee here from the Story Pirates, and we have got an incredible show in store for you today, featuring runaway mouths, lots of rhyming, nachos, porpoise musicals, and a very special guest, the one and only Allison Pill. All of that and more after these quick words for the grown-ups. Hey, grown-ups! We are so incredibly grateful to you for listening to Story Pirates. Season 6 was really, really fun to make, and we're so excited for Season 7 right around the corner. To help us make the Story Pirates podcast the best it can be, we've created a short survey for our listeners, and we'd really, really appreciate it if you could take a few minutes to fill it out. You'll be able to tell us what you like about the Story Pirates podcast and what you'd like to see us do in the future. To fill it out, just go to realm.fm slash kids. That's realm spelled R-E-A-L-M dot F-M slash kids. And as a thank you, everyone who fills it out can enter to win a prize pack from a whole bunch of different kids podcasts, including Story Pirates pretty cool. Again, that website is realm.fm slash kids. Thank you. Now back to the show. Hey, grownups. If you're a fan of comedy, there's a brand new podcast from our friend Justin Bartha that I wanted to tell you about. You may remember Justin from episode seven this season. He's the treasure hunter at the Met. And as you heard, a seriously funny actor. Justin's show is called King of the Egg Cream. And in addition to Justin, it has just the most incredible cast. Again, this show's just for grownups and probably older kids. Grownups, you can take a listen yourself and see what you think. But if you're a fan of hilarious stuff and well-told stories, you will probably like King of the Egg Cream. Here's a taste. This egg cream is delicious. I wish the chocolate syrup inside wasn't so expensive. If you'd like to save some shekels and have some fun at the same time, make sure you tune in to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. And now, back to the show. Okay, everyone, I'm heading to Sunken. As the commercials say, the ocean runs on Sunken. Does anybody want anything? Uh, just phone like for Not even in the almond. Okay, perfect. So what I'm hearing is that everyone wants a small black coffee. Off I go! I've got eight black coffees, a salt tea, and kelp juice for Meg Hane. It's Megan, but thank you for mispronouncing it. The coffee shops back in New York do the same thing, so it reminds me of home. <gasps> Aw, we also have bulletin boards like this back in New York, too. Look at all these flyers. Mommy and me swimming lessons. Aw, Dan Smith will teach you guitar. Down here, too. Wow. And a flyer advertising a show called Mother Porpoise Knows Best, a porpoise musical. <laughs> nice. I love the theater. Wait. Mother Porpoise Knows Best, a porpoise musical. As in Mother Porpoise, whom I know? Mother Porpoise, who drove a wedge between me and my star pupil, her son Travis, making it impossible for me to debut my two-creature show, Whistle While You Swim, a porpoise and human joint venture? 
Mother Porpoise, who eventually came around and understood Travis for what he was, a very talented porpoise but caused a lot of drama along the way. Mother Porpoise, who said musicals were nonsense set to song. <gasps> it couldn't be. Let's see, what else does it say? Written, starring, and produced by Mother Porpoise, the only Mother Porpoise there is. Yes, the one you're thinking of. <gasps> it is her. Pull a tab for more info. <laughs> I don't think so. I'm taking the whole flyer. I have to tell the others. To the ship! <sighs> Everyone! Coffee! I mean, Megan! Did you all just call me Coffee instead of my name? Uh... Never mind. No time. Look! Look what I found on a bulletin board at Sunken. Hey, hey, Megan, did you tip in sand dollars? <laughs> Peter, please. The poster. It's just a poster for a musical. But not just any musical. It's written, produced, and acted in by none other than... Mother Porpoise! <gasps> Actually, I was seriously asking, did you tip in sand dollars? How do we pay for things under the ocean? <laughs> Welcome back to the Story Pirates Podcast, everyone. Mother Porpoise! Where we take stories written by kids. Of all people! And turn them into sketch comedy and songs. Mother Porpoise! Wait, can someone please catch me up on who this Mother Porpoise is? Yes, Eric. Come with me. I'll try to be brief, but it may take a few hours and a few songs. Goody! Okay, listeners, have you ever wondered... What would happen if one day your mouth just jumped right off your face and ran away? Well, that's what happens to the main character of this next story. Here's the author to introduce it. Hi, my name is Ellie. I live in Japan and I'm 11 years old. This is my story, My Mouth Ran Away. Eleanor, I'm home. Hey, Mom. In here. Phew. Feel like I've been wearing these shoes for a week. Long day at the office? The longest. How was... Wait... Eleanor, are you wearing lipstick? Okay, but before you say anything, I have an explanation. Please, Mama, let me speak. Mama. Maybe you should sit down. And here, I can tell you're hungry, so why don't you take the other half of my gogurt? Ew, Eleanor, I'm not going to finish half of someone else's gogurt. Okay, but definitely take my phone. You're gonna need it. To push play on the beat I just created when I give you the cue. How did you? It's an app. I can only explain one thing at a time, Mom. I don't speak for the app. And honestly, I don't even speak for myself. I sing for myself. Okay, that was your cue to put- Oh, sorry. I was unclear about the expectation, which is sort of also what happened at work today when I think- I oh. sing for myself. Once my mouth ran away, yep, it did. My, my mouth ran away, boom, clap. <sighs> Let me take you back to about 3.30 today in my room. My, 
Emma. What are you doing? I thought that was another cue. I didn't want to miss it. Why are you playing the beat I made called Tim Travel? I thought it said time travel. No, it's a beat I made about Tim's trip to Jamaica. When I want to do a time travel thing, I'll just make the sound myself like this. Okay, here we go. Whoosh. Oh, is it happening now? Mom, Sorry. Ah, about 3.30, the perfect time to read my biology book about the body. Okay, here we go, chapter six, the mouth. Now to get reading with my eyes, which I read about in chapter three. <gasps> How meta, random. Oh, Tim's calling. I bet it's about his beat. Hey, Tim. Hey, Eleanor, how's my travel beat coming along? Oh, it's great, I... You'll have no idea what you're saying. Hold on, I just got a text. It's from you! It says, Tim, my mouth just ran away. I freaked out. Whoa, how do you think it ran away? I do not know how, but it did. This is the worst feeling. Worst, LOL, my bad. Ha, whoa, Eleanor, I'm so sorry. Where did it go? I see it in my doorway. I'm going to run after it. Yeah, Eleanor, go get your mouth back. Tim, go whoosh. I'll explain later. Okay. Ooh. Whoa. Did I just start a flashback? Flash forward. Oh, right. Sorry, Eleanor. So, Mom, that's how... Why are you pointing at me? That's your next cue, Mom. Pointing is a cue? Mom, just... Oh, whoops. Once, my mouth ran away, yep, it did. My, my mouth ran away, boom, clap, ah. But what does that have to do with you wearing lipstick? Okay, I'm about to get to that. <laughs> Whoosh. Eleanor! Mm. I got all your texts telling me to follow you as you ran after your mouth. I can't believe it led us here to the mall. Do you think this is a bad sign that my mouth led us here to one of the last relics of capitalism? Hmm. Never thought about that. I was more curious about where your mouth keeps its wallet. What do you think my mouth could possibly want at the mall? Mmm. <laughs> there it goes! Come on, let's follow your mouth through the mall! Mm. Care to try on some wraparound sunglasses from the Shade Cave? No time, sunglass man! The singular of sunglasses is sunglasses! Get your personalized magnets here as long as your name is Kendra or Billy! I agree, Eleanor. The consumer need for niche and novelty drove the market to some wacky corners. Diamond dust? That's what makes our exfoliant so effective. <laughs> Here, give me your hand. No time, Diamond Dan. But wait, you've got calluses! Calluses! We are so close. But do we have time to stop and get a pretzel? An orange Julius? Come on! Oh, wait. You don't have a mouth. It's probably pretty rude to be talking about food in front of you right now. Mm-hmm. My bad. Let's go! <sighs> Your mouth led us to the lipstick shop, of course! Mm-hmm. You're right. Let's go in. Welcome to the lipstick shop. Mm-hmm. I see your mouth, too. Look, it's over there putting on lipstick. Stay here, Tim. I'm going to sneak up on my mouth. Good luck, Eleanor. And what do you think of this shade? Uh, I don't know. I feel like this one is too orangey. Whoa, this shade is called Busted Toenail. Cool. Mm-hmm. Eleanor, you found me, huh? I just, I just 
wanted to try on some lipstick. Hmm. <laughs> I know you haven't asked permission from your mom to start wearing makeup yet, but I just couldn't help myself. And honestly, I look amazing in this shade. But, okay, I am kind of ready to go back. I mean, it's hard for a mouth to be alone in the world. I miss being attached to a face, and I'm not sure how, because I'm pretty sure I don't have a stomach, but I'm feeling hungry. I gotta eat something soon. Ooh, I'm craving a go-gurt. Mm, mm, mm. Okay, just let me try on this last shade, all right? It's called Boom Clap Ah. There, what do you think? Mm, mm, mm. Thanks. <laughs> okay, I'll jump back on. And here we go! Mm. It's back on! Whoa! Cool lipstick, Eleanor. Thanks. I like yours, too. Thanks. It's called Orange Crushing, and it really brings out the warm undertones and the tan I got on my aforementioned Jamaican vacation. You want to grab that pretzel now? Oh, you can, Tim. But it's time I get back home. And that's not just lip service. <laughs> oh, that's... Man, you're cool. I, yeah. <laughs> you're cool. <laughs> uh, I... I am hungry, though, so I'm going to... Oh, no, yeah, totally. You should just go for it. I'm just going to, you know, whoosh. But, but, but before you time jump, we're having a special encore! So, Mom, that's why I'm wearing lipstick. I'm not lying, Mom. I am so very serious. Eleanor? Am I in trouble? I think you look very nice. Now let's sing your song one more time so we can make dinner. Sure. Once my, my mouth, mouth ran, ran away, away. Yep. yep. It did. My, my, my mouth ran away. Boom, clap, ah. The end. Wow, that's so But can we talk about the porpoise in the room? You know, the last time I saw Mother Porpoise, she had accepted that, yes, her son was a star, but she was adamantly opposed to the idea of theater in general. And now she has a one-woman show? We must see her show. We have no choice. And how are we going to pay for the tickets? With sand dollars? Peter, please take this seriously. I couldn't help it. No, it says on the poster. Tickets are three sand dollars each. Wait, really? I knew it. Let's just go. Let's put on our underwater anti-smush suits and go to the theater. And yes, that's spelled with an R-E. Excuse me. Ah, sorry. 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 Okay, these are our seats. K18 through 26. <laughs> <laughs> I still have my coffee if anyone would like to share. Rolo, how did you sneak that in here? I put it in a soup container. And how did you sneak that in? I put it in my hat. The show is starting. He's saying, please turn off all C-electronic devices and unwrap any hard Kelpies now. And thanks for coming to see this performance of Mother Porpoise Knows Best, a porpoise musical. <gasps> there she is, look, there's Mother Porpoise. She's dancing. Mother Porpoise is really good. She's okay. I mean, she's no Megan whatever my last name is. Megan, what is she saying? She's saying that this is an original story about a mother porpoise who had a good life with her son. Shh. 
Until one day, a human woman named Schmegen came between them with big wild ideas about performing in New York. Oh, well, this is outrageous. That's not how it happened. No, I won't hush, because this musical is about me. This is not an original story at all. It is an unoriginal story because it was only original to me when it happened originally. Well, that's one way to phrase it, yeah. Megan, maybe we should wait till after the show's over to confront Mother Porpoise about this. Nope, nope, excuse me. Stop the show! <gasps> oh my gosh, what's happening? Oh, huh? Mother Porpoise has broken the most important rule of the theater. Never invest your own money in the show? Well, yes, that's also important here. But no, the most important rule of the theater. Don't tell someone's story without asking them first. I kind of like what Rachel said. Okay, you know what? They're both applicable. Mother Porpoise, you've stolen my life rights. You owe me money. She said, gasp. Hey, that's my line. We'll be right back. Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is brought to you by Paramount Pictures' new big-screen family comedy adventure, If. Set within the magical world of imaginary friends, If's fantastically fun, original story entertains audiences of all ages and delivers a comedy packed with lots of laughs and heart. If is in theaters May 17th. Personally, I'm looking forward to seeing If because of all the weird, wild, and funny characters. I saw the trailer, and there's this weird banana-looking character that you can only see in the trailer for like a second, but I'm obsessed. What's that guy's deal? I cannot wait to find out. Plus, if you know me, you know I like a stacked cast, and this one has got it all. Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Kaylee Fleming, Fiona Shaw, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, Louis Gossett Jr., and Steve Carell. Uh, A-list much? Not to mention that If also has my personal favorite actor of all time. That's right, Jon Stewart. I am excited to see this movie, not least of all, because I'd like to see and or hear Jon Stewart on the big screen. From visionary director John Krasinski, If is about a girl who discovers that she can see everyone's imaginary friends. It's the perfect movie to see with the whole family and takes audiences on a magical big screen adventure filled with heart and hilarious laughs that are meant to be shared. Best of all, If celebrates the power of a child's imagination, which, you know, sounds pretty good to me. See If in theaters May 17th. Hey, grown-ups! Today's episode is sponsored by DoorDash, where you can get $0 delivery fees on eligible orders with DashPass, and new members get a 30-day free trial. Hey, Peter. Hey, Lee. What you doing? Just waiting for a delivery. Oh, that's cool. What are you getting? It's here. Thank you. Delicious sushi. Aren't you going to eat it now? Oh, no. I'm waiting for a delivery. I thought that was your delivery. Another delivery. It's here. Thank you. What's that delivery? Groceries. Oh, uh, want help putting them away? Thanks, but not yet. I'm waiting for a delivery. Another delivery? It's here. Thank you. Peter, why are you getting... It's here! Thank you! This seems like a lot of... It's here! Thank you! Peter, why do you keep getting so many deliveries? It's too easy! I can't stop! Well, what's that delivery you just got? Oh, more sushi. (sighs) 
wow, I guess getting that many deliveries makes you hungry. You have no idea. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Mother Porpoise, I can't believe this. You've stolen my life rights and now you've gone into the exact industry you were so against your son pursuing. Wow, I keep forgetting that Megan actually speaks porpoise. She really is so talented. Here, I have a porpoise translation device so that we can hear what they're saying. You had this the whole time? That's what have been nice to have for the show. Hmm. I'll keep that in mind next time we go to a porpoise musical. You again! I can hear loud and clear, and she sounds mad. You listen here, Megan, and you better listen good, because I paid extra for this state-of-the-art surround sound with 4D technology. That's right, later in the show, I sing about my dream of driving around in a rickety old train car, and your seats will bounce all around in an unpleasant way. But you would have know about that because you interrupted my show. Just like how you interrupted my life. You just swept in like a tornado in tap shoes, blowing away everything I knew and loved and dancing all over my dignity. You put big ideas and big dreams in my son's head about singing and dancing and stapling your resume to your headshot. And I tried to understand. I thought I understood. But then you left to go back to your ship and Travis left to go do a production of Hello, Dolly! at the Moat Marine Laboratory in Sarasota, Florida, and suddenly I was alone. All alone. I forgave. I accepted. But I never understood. Now I'm trying to understand by doing the very thing that took my son away from me. A musical theater play. Trust me, I am not enjoying this. As my mother used to say... <laughs> Sorry, there's no translation for that. Not enjoying it? You're on stage. People are looking at you, shouting your name. I haven't experienced something like that since I was too loud in a restaurant and was asked to leave. Oh, Megan, you were so good in that restaurant. There's nothing like that feeling. Well, it's not enjoyable for me. I just like complaining about you publicly. So you admit it. It is about me. You've stolen my story! You seem to keep forgetting that this is also my story. Your story? Okay, I'm sorry, but the central conflict of the show revolves around me. Oh, here we go again. This is exactly why I didn't want Travis getting his singing and dancing lessons from you. Everything always seems to always be about you. Uh, it is, though. Well, this time, it actually is. You listen here, Megan, whatever your last name is. All right, that's enough of this. Huh? Yeah. Who's, who's that? What? What? Oh, thank goodness you're here. Megan, meet my lawyer, Sawyer. Sawyer, this human is disrupting my show. Please take her to court. Well, actually, Mother Porpoise, Megan's argument is well-founded, meaning she's got a reason to be upset. Oh, please, I never need a reason to be upset. Are you sure? Show me the law that says that. Well, I could show you many, but also it's just not a nice thing to tell a story like this without consulting the person it's about first. Hello, I called the character Schmegan. I don't know what else I could have done. It's all right. I think we can cut a deal that'll make everyone happy. 
I doubt it. This is my intellectual property, and I will not stop until... We're gonna offer you 3% off the show's profits off the back end. Sounds fantastic. That's a deal. Wait, wait, Megan. Do you even know how much money that is? Nimini, I hardly know what any words mean, but I don't care. This is about getting the respect and acknowledgement I deserve from one, the Theatia, and two, Mother Porpoise. All right, all right. The law and my lawyer, Sawyer, may have forced me into it, but I will apologize to you for using you in my story without your permission. I'm sorry. Thank you. And I'm sorry for interrupting your show. Are you kidding? This has been so entertaining to watch. Yeah, this is the best show I've seen in years. I don't usually like musicals, but I loved this. Well, Mother Porpoise, sounds like you put on a great show. I guess I did. And you know what, Megan? It felt great. I feel great. I like attention. I get it now. How would you like to hop on stage and do the rest of the show with me? Help me tell your story correctly. Are you kidding? I'd love to. Hooray! But first, I've got to do my two-hour voice and speech warm-up. I simply can't perform truthfully without warming up my instrument first. Be back in two hours, I mean. Hot Topic Goth Octopus. Hot Topic Goth Octopus. Right, while we're waiting for Megan to do that, should we do another story? Yeah! And here to introduce it is the author. Hi, I'm Killian, and I'm 10 years old. I'm Bennett, and I'm 8 years old. And, and we, we live, live in, in Illinois. Illinois. This is our story, The Zinc Sink with the Kink and its Link Problem. Ah, there. My brand new zinc sink is installed. Gary, did you say zinc sink? What's that? A sink that's made out of zinc? <laughs> Why, yes it is, Barbara. Oh, I like that it's pink. Thanks. Now that that's done, I can get back to whatever it was I was doing before all this. Oh, no! My zinc sink has a kink in its link. You mean your pipe burst? No, I mean my zinc sink has a kink in its link. I hope I can fix it. <sighs> but now, instead of doing that, I'm going to watch TV. You will see the answer to today's problem on The Game Show That's a Game Show! Right after this commercial break. Do you want to get your zinc sink fixed? Maybe it has a kink in the link of the sink? Yes, how did you know? How did they know? Then give us a call, the zinc sink with the kink in the link fixers. Call 555-555-555-555 and we'll fix your kinked link zinc sink. Call now. Hey, that's a good idea. I'll call them. Ring, 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 You know, you don't have to say ring. I know that, but it makes them pick up faster. I don't know if that's true. Hello? See? Hi, I have a pink zinc sink that has a kink in its link that I think... Needs fixing. Wow, you two sure are in sync. Literally. Oh, man, because you fix sinks. Oh, that's good. I love that. Fixing a zinc sink with a kink in the link will cost you one gazillion dollars. One gazillion? Okay, I'll pay you when the sink is fixed. You drive a hard bargain, but okay. We'll be over soon. Bye. Bye. Don't you think a gazillion dollars is a bit steep? They're here. Wow, that was fast. Ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding dong. You don't have to say ding dong. Yeah, but it makes it go faster. Hello? See. Hello, I'm Len. 
Lawrence. And I'm Joey. And we're here to fix the zinc sink with a kink in its link. Right this way. That stinky pink zinc sink with a kink in its link is down the hall to the right. Okay, thanks. We'll get right to it. You can just sit back, relax, and eat nachos on the couch. We will do the rest. <gasps> eat nachos? But I don't have any nachos. Oh, this can only mean that I now have to help you. And I don't even know how. It's going to be boring and hard, I can tell. Is that what that means? Relax. Giving people free nachos is part of our customer service application. Really? Really? Really. Also, we give people free couches if they don't have a couch. Do you have a couch? Yes, I do. Oh. Well, okay. Here's your nachos. Yum! We'll get to work. We're done. And don't worry, we have really bad news. Don't worry? I think your pink zinc sink with a kink in its link from which you drink, I'm assuming, cannot be fixed. Aw, oh, man. But you can get a new one for only three gazillion dollars. Three gazillion? Sold! Okay, here we go. Okay, the new one is installed. Great. Here's your three gazillion dollars. Thanks so much. Okay, then. Baby, Baby bye, 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 bye. Huh. They really were in sync. Oh, Barbara, I love my new sink. <laughs> and I think we can both agree that this is the most financially sound decision I've ever made. You know, Gary, I sometimes wonder how you managed to keep yourself from... Oh, no! What is it? I accidentally gave them four gazillion dollars. Gary! My sink sink! You should have taken the freak out. <laughs> when you're right, you're right. The end! And now, Lee speaks with the author. Hi. Is this Bennett and Killian? Yes. How are you guys? Good. Wait, so who's Bennett? Me. And who's Killian? I am. You wrote the zinc sink with the kink in the link problem. Yeah. Did you guys write this story together? Yeah. Bennett wrote the first draft down and I edited it on the computer. So what's the difference between writing and editing? So writing is like when someone writes the first draft or some other draft. And then the editor changes a few things, fixes punctuation, and sometimes adds words or comes up with new ideas to add. Can the editor just do whatever they want to the story? No. It can't be like someone's writing about dragons and then suddenly the editor changes the entire story to something about a blob of goo. <laughs> <laughs> the editor's goal is to make the story better, right? Yeah. yeah. It's very cool that you two work together that way. Yeah. So the zinc sink with a kink in the link problem. How did you come up with the idea for that story? I like reading about the elements a lot. So I just put a zinc. So then I was thinking about things that rhyme with that. Can you describe for anyone who doesn't know what an element is? It's basically the materials that build up the universe. Everything is made out of elements, which are made out of atoms. What is zinc the element? It's just another metal, basically. It's, it is used in bronze. Bronze is a mix of copper and zinc. How did you get interested in the elements? I read this book about them, I think, and I was wondering about them more, so I started listening to stuff about them. So cool. And Bennett, are you interested in the elements too? Not really. It sounds like you've absorbed some stuff from your brother, maybe. Yeah, he's such a nerd. Like the good kind, right? Can't. Yeah, he's I can't deny it. I love it. Though I do love reading, too. I happen to think nerds are cool. I do, too. I think it's fun to be a nerd because you get to know stuff. Yeah, like learning about stuff is pretty much the number one way to enjoy life. Yeah. yeah.
It sounds like you two spend a lot of time together. We, we have a lot of similarities. What happens when you two are making something and you have a disagreement? How do you work it out? We try to find a compromise, something that both people like. You're meeting in the middle. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes that can be hard to do, but is it worth it? Definitely. Yeah. So you can both work on it and you can get better ideas and work on the story. And it's fun to work on it with someone else. When you work collaboratively, the thing that you're making gets better? Definitely. Yeah. What's next for you two? What are you working on together right now? I want to write another story called The Battle Ballad of the Salad. <laughs> also, I had an idea for a story that's called The Abrupt End of OxyClean. The Abrupt End of OxyClean? Yeah. This guy has an airplane and then robots come out saying, you are suffering from lack of OxyClean. Buy all OxyClean. Buy all OxyClean. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, I am so inspired by your partnership. Keep making stuff. Keep reading. Stay awesome and nerdy, okay? Deal. Deal. All right, guys. Thanks for talking to me. You're welcome. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. That's it for today's episode. Thanks for listening. And a huge thanks to today's authors, Eleanor, Bennett, and Killian. Before we go, here's today's story spark. Kids, write us a story about the longest celebration of all time. Tell us what the celebration is for, who is celebrating, and why it goes on for so long. What are the weirdest things that happen when the celebration has lasted longer than anyone ever expected? As always, grown-ups can submit stories at storypirates.com. See you next week. Bye! The Story Pirates Podcast is a production of Gimlet Media, executive produced by Lee Overtree and Benjamin Salka. This episode was produced by Sam Bear, Mike Cavallon, Peter McNerney, Andrew Miller, Megan O'Neill, Lee Overtree, Jonathan Roberts, Jasmine Romero, Rachel Winitsky, and Nimini Ware. Recording, sound design, and mixing by Sam Bear at the Relic Room in New York City. Our theme song was written by Bobby Lord, arranged by Brendan O'Grady and Jack Mitchell, produced by Brendan O'Grady, and featuring the beatboxing of Kayla Milady. Musical scoring by Jack Mitchell and Eric Gerson. Our head writer is Rachel Winitsky. Staff writers are Mike Cavallon and Mahala Lawrence. And contributing writers are Peter McNerney, Megan O'Neill, and Lee Overtree. Special guest, Allison Hill. This episode features performances by Eric Austin, Marion Brock, Ryan Chittapong, Maydell Clarice, Chris Ferry, Eric Gerson, Christina Grosspeach, Nick Canellis, Lee Overtree, Peter McNerney, Jack Mitchell, Megan O'Neill, Austin Sanders, Rachel Winitsky, Nimini Ware, Marianne Yasufu, and Matt Zimbrano. You know, that story about the mouth running away got me thinking. If I could get my mouth to run away, I'd finally be able to hear what I sound like on the podcast. Let's just give it a go, mouth. What do you say? Woohoo! It worked! Mmm! Mmm! Okay, Lee, here's how you sound on the podcast. How about, uh, welcome back to the Story Pirates podcast, everyone? Mmm! Oh, oh, oh. And what about, and here's the author to introduce it? Mmm! Mmm! Wait, wait, where are you going? Ah, Lee ran away in terror. That's strange. Huh.
If only I could hear how I sound right now. Do mouths have mouths? Yes, they do! And there goes Lee's mouth. I guess it's just me, Lee's mouth's mouth, left. Guess it's up to me to end the episode. Thanks for listening. Bye!